0: You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels.
1: Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. A very happy new year to all of you out there. It is great to be back recording new episodes this year. And we are kicking off 2022 strong with Purdue soccer legend, Sarah Griffith. Sarah, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing?
0: Good. Thank you for having me.
1: Yes, I'm so grateful to have you on the show. I've been trying this for a little while, and I know the season was awesome this year for you guys. So you were you were very busy, and understandably so. Yes. And hey, as we start off, we're going to get into a lot of these things, but just a huge congratulations to you on a on a terrific year, uh, recent graduation, and then of course getting drafted a uh, couple weeks a couple weeks ago by the Chicago Red Stars. Congratulations to you. Oh,
0: well, thank you. It's been one of the best year best year of my life for sure. Yeah. So much has happened, and um, yeah, it was amazing.
1: That's awesome. We're going to dive into a lot of that stuff here in just a few minutes. Before we do that, let's just kind of let our listeners get to know you a little more where you're uh, originally from and then how you ended up at Purdue.
0: Yeah. So I grew up in Naperville, Illinois, right outside of Chicago. been playing my whole entire life. My brother, I have two brothers, one older, one younger, Aaron and Noah, they played. So I kind of played. So we're kind of like a whole soccer family. Um, got recruited to Purdue super early. Um, and yeah, came here and had the time of my life here, and um, I loved every minute of it. And Purdue will always be family. So
1: that's yeah. awesome. And I assume Drew then Drew rec- recruited you.
0: Yeah. So Drew actually recruited me when he was at Illinois State. Okay. Um, and then he left to come to Purdue, and he was like, "Hey, come visit." And then I visited. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I mean, once you visit Purdue, it's like you're sold. So
1: <laughs> that's awesome. And talk about just playing for him uh, the last four years. Or five, I guess, I think, technically.
0: Drew's been awesome. Actually, the reason why I chose to follow him is because I felt like he just knew who I was as a player really well. Um, I'm, you know, not the biggest person on the field. I'm 5'4", so, but he knew, like, like my technicality and, like, the other things that make me special besides being, like, super athletic and tall you um, got a lot of coaches in the big Ten didn't i don't i didn't think saw and he saw it so um you know he believed in me so i wanted to go with him and um it's been great it's been four and a half years i've learned so much we you know my freshman year i i came in with a bunch a whole bunch of seniors it was a great year and i kind of he challenged me to not only step into like that goal scoring role but also being a captain so you know we're really close i was able to communicate a lot to him which is a was super nice um he's very open to communication and you know I was always honest with him and I think that's how we grew such a good relationship but um I'm definitely glad I followed him to Purdue. (laughs)
1: Well it worked out great for you I mean just you know following you guys this past year and just you know looking at your bios I was going to prep them for this episode as well just I mean so many your name is in the record books for so many things at Purdue and I mean the season was just a a magical year as you kind of look back especially at the senior year and what you guys were able to accomplish uh, both as a team and individually, what goes through your mind?
0: Sometimes it's just hard to fathom. Like I, now that I'm home and graduated, I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, if only I knew like during the season, you know, cause like when season starts, you're like, oh, what's it going to be like? And first couple of games, you're like, okay, I, did I do what I wanted to do? And you know there's always a plan and I and looking back I'm like wow I can't believe we worked so hard to our senior class was amazing um you know I I was a year older I took my fifth year so um you know our core of our team was really that senior class and we've been you know we didn't have the best seasons my freshman and you know sophomore year and we had some losing seasons and um we just kind of literally took everything we learned in three years and said this fourth year is going to be the year we're not we're going to take every single lesson we're going to do everything we can and it was so worth it I mean after some games we just like sat on the bench and took a second and we were just completely stunned we were like wow And it's like hard to like fathom during the season I think that was one of the biggest goals for our seniors was just to like take those little moments to be like oh my gosh like we're here we we're doing it and you know it, it was just an amazing season and the girls on my senior class were so unforgettable and they're gonna do huge things huge things in life so
1: that's awesome I want to kind of highlight a few of them I mean talk about this six game winning goals for you this season just that <laughs> is amazing it was just so fun following you guys uh, this year and especially everything on on social media as well and just getting to see these highlights including some that even made SportsCenter's Center's top 10 just <laughs> as you to talk about that.
0: I don't even I don't know the game winning goals are awesome I live for those moments like the last 10 minutes of the game when it's down and um those are just moments that I, I love the pressure I think I do pretty well under pressure and um you know being up top especially when you know you're tied the last few minutes you need that person up top and um you know I stood up there and they got me the ball. And some of the goals, you know, were just like tap-ins or like off the hip. I didn't even know I scored one of them. But yeah, sports center ones were pretty cool. Yeah. Um, just like our our team, like Marissa Bova got sports center. Some of the stuff we did as a group was just insane. And um, we definitely celebrated those special moments during the season.
1: That's awesome. I felt like about every week or every other week I was I was tweeting, Sarah Griffith does it again, you know, another game winning goal. It was so awesome. And it, and it paid off. And you also earned you another individual award the big 10 forward of the year. Talk about receiving that.
0: Yeah, that was um, one of the biggest honors. I, I, I remember just like sitting there crying and talking to Drew. I was like two years ago, I couldn't even play soccer. And now this is happening. It's just insane. And um, the girls like on the field with me, I mean, Emily Matthews, Sydney Dorte. Gracie Dunaway, Grace, there's just so many that they really worked their hardest to put me in the best spot. I mean, against Michigan, Grace's ball to me, she literally gave me it on a platter. All I had to do was pass in the back of the net, and when you have those girls around you, it really makes it seem like you can do anything, and um, it was a, it was an amazing honor. I can't even explain what it means to me, and um, to see like Mo and Grace and Emily, first team Big Ten her sophomore year, I mean, that's like it's such a big accomplishment it's amazing and I tried to tell her like how much that means because you know when you're in the you're a sophomore you don't really like know how big of a award that is but the company she was in for that midfield was insane so it was it was pretty cool to finally get you know those awards and um that honor so
1: yeah that's really cool yeah you along with Emily both had a hat trick I believe this year so that's awesome yeah only being her sophomore it seems like the uh, like, uh, job Drew is doing there and the future seems to be bright uh, for the program. And I think that's a large in part to what you and Marissa and the other uh, upperclassmen had had done to kind of get the program reinvigorated, right?
0: Oh yeah. When I came in 2017, it was my freshman year. And we hadn't even made the Big Ten tournament. We hadn't to made postseason in the years. And that was the seniors' goals. And just to learn from like Maddie Williams and Vanessa and their goals was to make postseason, so we kind of learned from them what it takes to get over that hump, and that's something we really wanted to do on a bigger scale because we knew we could make the tournament. It was the NCAA tournament was our big goal. So, I mean, it was my goal ever since freshman year to get into that NCAA nation, nationwide tournament. So.
1: Yeah, and, and yeah, I think a lot of people who don't follow soccer as closely don't realize you don't automatically qualify for the Big Ten tournament, unlike you know basketball you guys had to qualify for it and you did when you were projected to get what 10th, I think in the conference, you guys get second, you make the run in the big 10 tournament and they make it to the second round of the NCAA tournament, almost advancing to the third. Just as you look back on that, just talk about the team success and how exciting that was for you guys.
0: Yeah. You know, making those tournaments are pretty difficult, especially big 10 is so competitive. A Mm -hmm. big 10 game is unlike any other. And even to make, and we didn't make um, the national tournament just, through because you can get an automatic bid through the tournament we made it because we were top 34 in the nation and you know the rankings we were proud of they were just rankings but um just to to for people to notice like we can play like our style of play is very technical on the ground we're not a huge boot the ball and run onto a team we like to play we like to combine that's something like drew and the coaches taught us um but yeah, we took it I'm not even joking. We took it day by day, literally practice by practice. We never looked up and like thought about, okay, in two weeks, we're probably going to the tournament. We never once did we ever, it was tomorrow's practice and that's how we got through it. And especially with COVID season, that was just what, like 10 weeks. So we knew the season was going to be extremely long. And for us to like really look ahead was, would be so much, especially for the freshmen and sophomores. So um, we, we, we literally took it day by day practice meeting by meeting and that's how we got through it. And, um, that's how we, you know, got our spot in that nation tournament.
1: That's really awesome. I'm, I'm glad you say that. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's, you can't get too far ahead of yourself. So that's, that's awesome mentality and obviously worked out well for you guys. And it was awesome too, this year, just cool seeing all the fall sports doing so well and, and the support for each other's programs. You guys were obviously kicking butt Purdue volleyball and then the football program, obviously having a great season this year as well. And then just seeing each other's programs, uh, celebrate each other and cheer each other on was really cool. And just how cool was that for Purdue soccer to be a part of all that as well?
0: Oh, it, Purdue is such a family. All the sports love each other. We love going to each other's games. I mean, our first game against Kentucky, was pouring rain, and we didn't have fans. We didn't have the other sports teams leave, and they were drenched. And over time, in the cold, some of our games late October, we had other teams come out after their practices um we love going to other teams basketball football baseball softball um we're all really amazing friends and um i think that's kind of what separates purdue athletics is because every team is really family like we all really support each other and um it's fun when you're having success too hey i'll go to a volleyball game anytime they're they're just so fun to watch and um you know you grow up like it's four years with these people you see people change and um so it's, it's really fun. And I think Purdue does such a good job in having people come out to each other's games. And it's fun to see your friends on the sidelines because athletes know what it means. And they, you know, we see each other at 6 a.m. running sprints or 6 a.m. running lifts. So those moments where you get to celebrate, like all those, those hard practices are just great. And if you can do that with the whole Purdue family, that's even better.
1: That's awesome. That was really special. Uh, you touched on it a few minutes ago, so I do want to go back to that. You know, as I look at all this These accolades and records and the success you had as a team and especially as an individual this year and then you look back to a couple years ago when you know like you mentioned soccer was almost taken away from you and you can pronounce it for me i don't to it i don't even want to try to pronounce (laughs) the the injury surgery you had you can you can say that for the people but for people who aren't aware of your story uh just kind of go back to your sophomore year and what you faced then
0: yeah so i grew up with back pain it's I've always had back pain um had a few stress fractures here and there never really healed them at all um came into collegiate sports everything's ramped up the lifts, the running, everything, how your body feels. So of course my back pain took a, took a toll. And, um, after my freshman year, I was so motivated to get better and, um, to work. And, you know, my back just wasn't about that and the pain got so bad. And I think it was six, seven months of trying, I think I epidural cortisone steroid traction. It was like six months of just going to every doctor and what can I do before Cause the only real fix to it is um, a huge spinal fusion. Other than that, it's just like how to help the pain. Um, we tried basically everything. And it got to a point where I realized, okay, I have to get the surgery. And the scary part about it is not a lot of athletes have this surgery. Um, every d- surgeon I went was like, I don't, you probably won't play again. We've never really tested. The, like I was kind of like a Guinea pig mm. for it, which was scary, but it was the only fix. And I knew myself that I could, get through anything. I loved soccer so much that it was going to triumph everything I did with my back. So I was like, all right, let's do it. I found an amazing doctor, Dr. Sue, um, from Northwestern and he was on board. He knew how much I loved the sport and what I wanted to do with it. And, um, so yeah, six months of trying things and then another nine months of recovering from, um, it was a spinal fusion because of thesis That's what it's called. I can hardly say it, but it was a very, very long recovery. Mentally, physically, being able to trust yourself and then and then getting back to the sport was um, a long process. And I worked with pretty much every everyone at Purdue in all aspects to get back. And um, you know, whatever I wanted to do, Purdue was gonna help me get there. So um i just kind of utilized everything and made my way back
1: <laughs> yeah well you talked about even having to really learn how to walk again right not oh, yeah. just being on the soccer field but learning how to walk again right
0: yeah i always think about it i'm like okay in my head it's more of like a lifestyle change than an injury like yes i was injured but i had to relearn how to walk how to how to fall literally one of my exercises was someone pushing me over and learning how to just trust me falling over um Getting out of a car, bending down to get something. And to be honest, like, I from that surgery, I was a better athlete. I was a better soccer player person. I mean, I always say, like, if I didn't have that surgery, I would not be where I am today. I think it literally taught me hard work, um, confidence, everything. So I'm, you know, I'm very glad I got to learn from that. And I truly think I'm a better athlete person soccer player from that so
1: that's awesome I love it and I, I want to give a shout out to Purdue I know they did like about a 13 minute little mini documentary on that called overcoming the odds for anybody who's watching or listening to this podcast uh, under the video interview below I'll provide a link to that because I just think you know we just dove into it a little bit there but there's such a great uh, piece that Purdue put together on on that and your comeback which is really cool so I want people to to watch that full thing so there'll be a link on our website on fox59.com cbs4indy.com for that for people want to check that out as well in addition to this episode and you i know in that video also too you just credited like changing diets and sleeping habits too and a huge credit to uh, lauren link as well who's featured in that video and just helping you in that comeback story as well
0: yeah lauren's amazing we she's just one of those people you can be so honest with no matter what and i think that's what really helps was just straight up telling her this is what i'm struggling with no matter how much embarrassing or whatever it is um, you know her our athletic trainers were amazing Kristen and Gina um, were just like such amazing people in my life in that time and still now I still am so close to them because when you go through something like that but yeah Lauren um, you know that I was there is a point where I was healing from my surgery but like just nutrition and eating enough wasn't there and that was the last hump and once that got on board i was like all right i can do this i can actually go forward and um she was an amazing support the whole purdue um medical staff is amazing so
1: that's awesome and hey, they did great works obviously between the surgery and everybody at purdue involved obviously because again as we talked about already just ended up leading to just a, a phenomenal like i i called you a purdue soccer legend at the beginning i really <laughs> i really believe that i mean like I mean, just the season and career you've had, especially overcoming those odds as the, the video title is called. I mean, just to, to be able to play again, like you, it's just to me is incredible and inspiring. So kudos to you for overcoming that and, and fighting through uh, everything you had to, to, to do that, to get back on the field. That's awesome.
0: Oh my gosh. Thank you. It's so <laughs> worth it. Like the team we had, the girls we had, the staff, there wasn't a moment in my head where I was like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to walk away. Like the girls there gave me like, li- literally everything. Like I would show up to practice and every day they would ask me how I'm feeling. What can I do? Give me a hug. Like the girls there, which well, I'm so excited to be a Purdue soccer fan. Now, now I get to like watch them and I've, trained with them and I keep telling them I'm like I'm your number one fan like I'm, I will be watching every game <laughs> texting you guys like I invested so much in this program the seniors did like I my hearts with Purdue soccer um and I want so much for them and they're going to be an exciting team I mean the the classes we have the incoming classes are amazing they're amazing people amazing soccer players and their work ethic and I'm, I'm so excited to be like to watch them and just to be a fan instead of i wish i was playing but <laughs> to be a fan to be a fan is even better
1: that's awesome and the facilities up there are phenomenal i got to go up to the uh, um to alexander field in the fall and saw folk field there right next door i'm just blown away by the facilities up there at purdue that are new since i graduated it's amazing it's, to be.
0: there's not i there's not one flaw i when i 'Cause I know a lot of girls that play Big Ten soccer. So whenever they come, I'm like, go on our field and tell me if you see a flaw. Cause there's not <laughs> there's never any. It's um the field is brilliant. I mean, we've played at so many different in five years I've played all over the country and Purdue has the best field, hands down. Best fields, best facilities, best sunsets. Literally the <laughs> sunsets are amazing. That's but up. That's definitely, I mean, if you come down, you're going to fall in love with our fields. And the fact that we have a training field and a field to ourselves, our locker room, um, and then, you know, Mackie and Molenkopf. I say it all the time, Purdue has the best facilities, hands down. And, you know, the guys that work on our fields are amazing. They're out, you know, some of our games end at 11 p.m. and they're out fixing the fields that late. And they're just great people. And um, to have that resource is
1: amazing. That's awesome. As you kind of look back at your Purdue career as a, both a student and a uh, athlete, is, what will you take away from Purdue? What will you miss? And and what would maybe some favorite memories? Oh,
0: favorite memories. That's so hard. I have so many. Um, I've learned so much. Like I, I definitely grew up at Purdue. Um, and it's fun. You get to do it with like people for four years you get to grow up with your best friends um the friends I've made there are amazing the even the freshmen I only got to spend like what five months with them and you know they're like sisters to me I text them all the time I'm like I can't wait to see you play like I can't wait to see you grow up the way like I did because I went through everything at Purdue like I had my highest highs my lowest lows um you know and it was all part of the plan but my favorite memory was definitely this season after we played Loyola, not even because we won, just because like we knew our last game at Folkfield was going to be at home against Loyola. Because if we won, we went to Arkansas. And after the game, I think like everyone on the team knew how special it was. And we all like went on the logo and just laid down and we all like bawled our eyes out. Like <laughs> We all literally cried for like five minutes because everyone just knew like how special the year was how amazing the team was and we finally just like took that moment to like celebrate and like take it in and that was like the greatest I think it was like the greatest 10 ten minutes in my five years and the coaches were there and all of our fans it was just such a good moment but and there's pictures from it too and you'll see like the whole team has a group picture on the Purdue logo and we're all crying and <laughs> it was just a perfect like closure moment for leaving and you know it's special for the seniors too so
1: very fitting too for the year you guys had what yeah. what did you major in at Purdue psych okay
0: psychology so um want to go into helping I've always wanted to know I wanted to help people and going to a career my mom's a special ed teacher so I've loved doing that and helping her with that but um I kind of wanted to go into social work okay. or even humanitarian nonprofit work so we'll see where that leads me that's awesome I would love to coach and give back to the game because it's given me so much and feel like I'm not done with it anytime soon. So to coach little ones, to coach girls, it would be amazing.
1: That would be awesome. Well, hopefully, part of that uh, major might be put on hold a little bit because on December eighteenth, you were drafted into the NWLS by the Chicago Red Stars, your hometown team. Awesome! Talk about uh, hearing that announcement come across that you were drafted by the local squad.
0: Oh, uh, it was so. So special. I was very stunned, actually. You know, I had conversations and I tried getting my name out there. I did everything I could. Um, You know, Kelsey Brower, um, our assistant coach, was amazing. She helped me every step of the way. She got, you know, in touch with videographers and editing and making highlight videos and resumes. She spent hours with me in her office just talking about it, um, getting my name out, writing emails. And then, you know, Drew and Snoop helped to review things. And it was to have the coaching staff help me with that was amazing. But, um, you know, I wasn't expecting anything going into the draft. I just was with my family and hoping I, all I need is an opportunity. So all, all I was asking for was to get in front of any coach in the nation and for it to be red stars was um, I was like, so stunned. I was so happy. I literally have pictures of me when I was like eight and full red stars gear, the scarf, the Jersey at the games, So it's fun to look back at those pictures and be like, wow, like dreams do come true. (laughs) That is
1: so awesome. And did you know ahead of time or did you not know until they said your name during the draft? I
0: didn't didn't know. I had no idea. Um, You know, I thought Chicago, I had talked to Chicago before. So, um, you know, when their name cup. Popped up every time I got a little nervous, but um, everyone in the room with me was like, "This is it, this is it." I have a feeling, and I, I was, I didn't expect anything, so I was like, "No, no, just gonna listen." And everyone was like, "No, this is it." And then they called my name. I didn't get a call beforehand, so I was very stunned, and I literally gasped so loud; it was so funny. And my mom was jumping up and down. And then right when they called my name, um, the coach called me and congratulated me. And she was awesome. Yeah, I didn't know Mo Boba, the our goalkeeper, who also got drafted yeah. um, to NC Courage, got the call right before.
1: Okay.
0: And I actually called her right after they said her name, and it was so funny. We we're on FaceTime. We were like, "Oh my gosh, like this is what we worked for!" And um, to share that moment was really special with her. So yeah,
1: for sure. I'm glad you mentioned her too. I was gonna bring it up. Yeah, 10 picks later, she gets picked. The first two Purdue soccer players to get drafted. So that's just so awesome and again just uh shows how hard you guys worked this year I want to go back to you and say fittingly you were drafted number 35 I know <laughs> 30 number two so that was pretty cool as well
0: everyone points that out and before they called my name I was like lucky number 35 like <laughs> it was and I, everyone who texted me was like oh my gosh it was 35 it was meant to be um so that was kind of that was funny that was a weird thing so
1: that's so awesome well we kind of talked uh, before we started recording here that you're you've been training kind of talk about the training process now that you have been drafted, what that looks like, and then when to preseason and all that, those kinds of things get underway.
0: Yep. So just doing as much as I can, Um, you know, season just ended and just got to kind of take care of my body and not get burnt out, but also prepare for February 1st is our first preseason, which lasts 10 to 12 weeks. Um, And basically the season's February to hopefully November. And in November, so it's a lot different than college. Um, it's a longer season. You have to take care of your body, your mental. So right now I'm just getting touches on the ball, working with a few trainers, um, just keeping up at it and getting prepared for February 1st, which is coming up.
1: That's awesome. That will be so exciting to see you on the field in a Red Stars jersey uh, next season. Uh, Sarah, again, just congratulations on everything uh, you've been able to accomplish at purdue and now moving forward in the future i know uh, the future is bright for you and you are going to do great things so thanks for being such a great representative of of purdue university as well
0: oh my gosh thank you so much i love purdue i'll always be a porn maker and i'm so grateful and thankful to them i mean they did everything they could to get me here they have every single resource you could ask for and whenever I like would host recruits, I'd be like, whatever you want to do with Purdue, you're going to be able to do. If you want to do it yourself, they're going to give you everything. It's whether or not you're going to want it or not. Yeah. And I, I loved hosting recruits. It was so fun. Cause I could brag about Purdue all day, but <laughs> no, I'm extremely thankful for all the fans and everyone who supported the, you know, the support from the community it was insane during our season. It was, it was like surreal, but um, I'm forever loyal and grateful for the Purdue family.
1: That's awesome. Sarah, thank you again so much for your time and coming on the Full Steam Ahead podcast. It's been great getting to, to talk to you on this and getting to just share your story with our listeners.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: No problem. God bless and Boiler Up.
0: Boiler Up.
1: A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at FullSteamPod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.